to the Vantage Point Podcast. I am Brian Sexton, your host for this special episode where guest hosts are taking over the Vantage Point Podcast. What a joy it is to be with you today on the Vantage Point Podcast. I host a podcast called the Intentional Encourager Podcast. You can find the Intentional Encourager Podcast wherever you get podcasts. We tell stories every episode of incredible people things they've overcome, and their biggest piece of intentional encouragement. And that's what I want to talk to you about in this episode is the power of intentional encouragement. You know, it's amazing to me the things that we're seeing in our world today. And I say it's amazing to me because we are living in some unusual times. We're living in times that many of us have never seen before. As I record this podcast with you today, we're seeing gasoline at over $5 a gallon. I live in West Virginia, not Western Virginia. No, I'm not anywhere close to Richmond. I live in a little town called Barbersville, West Virginia, about 20 minutes outside of Huntington, West Virginia. So if you are a sports fan and you've heard of a college called Marshall University, or if you're a movie fan and you've seen the 2006 Matthew McConaughey film, We Are Marshall, I live about 20 minutes from Huntington, West Virginia, where Marshall University is located. And as we record this episode, gas is $5 a gallon. We're seeing shortages on the shelf. We're seeing supply chain issues. We're seeing a lot of things that would trouble us on every side. In fact, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8 that we are troubled on every side. We're absolutely troubled on every side. Because here's the thing. We look at this time last year. We weren't having any of these issues. We were still trying to dig out from COVID. And of course, now, you know, there's been different variants and things like that. And so the trouble just continues to assail us on every side. And so the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword. And if you go to verse 37, it says, Nay, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And that's where encouragement can come in. That's why it's so important to keep yourself intentionally encouraged. You see, there's nothing you and I can do to prevent trouble from happening around us. We cannot control every variable. You and I are not sitting in Washington, D.C. as elected officials making policy. You or I cannot control world forces. We can't control famine. We can't control pestilence. We can't control disease. We couldn't control a virus. But yet, there is something that we can do to control how it affects us. And that is daily doses of intentional encouragement. I want to take you to 1 Samuel chapter 30. And you say, well, Brian, is this supposed to be a Bible study? Well, no, I, I just want to tell you and show you how important intentional encouragement really is. And the Bible talks about a man named David. And the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. The Bible says also in this, in this scripture passage that David and his men were coming to Ziglag. And Ziglag was an Israeli stronghold in the Old Testament. And the Amalekites had invaded Ziglag, smitten it, or basically came against it, and burned it with fire. And they took the women captive. 
that were there. And they carried them away. And they carried their children away. And so David comes to the city. And it's burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. And then verse 4 says, David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept till they had no more power to weep. David's wives, two wives were taken captive. Ahinoam, the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And verse 6 says, and David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him. I used the King James Version of the Bible. So it says spake of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Let me stop right there and say this. David had enough intestinal fortitude with everything that was happening around him to stop and encourage himself. Before he did anything else, David invested in some intentional encouragement. You know why that was intentional for David to do that? Because he knew if he couldn't get himself encouraged, he couldn't get anything else done. Here's why. David said to Abathiar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, bring me the ephod. He said, I pray you, bring the ephod. He said, I'm begging you, bring me the ephod. The ephod, in Bible times, was a garment of worship. And David brings, he gets this ephod, and David now begins to pray. So David encourages himself first, then he worships the Lord, and then he says, and then he inquires at the Lord. Now notice here, the Bible doesn't say he inquired of the Lord. Bible doesn't say he encouraged he, he inquired with the Lord. It was directional. Encouragement always provokes directional movement in your life. Zig Ziglar, the the very famous speaker and a man that I admire greatly. In fact, his son Tom is a, a friend of mine. Zig Ziglar said this. He said, encouragement is the fuel that powers hope. So when David got encouraged, it gave him direction and he said, Do you want me to go after these guys? And the Lord said, yes. But had David not gotten encouragement, had David not stopped and said, okay, I've got to encourage myself first, and then I've got to worship the Lord because I need to get my mood, my spirit in the right place. I've gotten this encouragement. Now I need to get myself in the right frame of mind. Now that I've gotten myself in the right frame of mind, I'm going to worship, and then I'm going to see what the Lord wants me to do. That's where encouragement, friends, is so powerful. Encouragement will set your mind in the right frame. Encouragement is so powerful that it will do that. You cannot give direction to someone who isn't encouraged. Here's what I mean by that. Their minds are not open to receive it. Somebody that's discouraged is not going to receive instruction. You can talk to them until they're blue in the face, as we would say here in West Virginia. You can tell them, I think you should do this, or I think you should do that, or I think you should do something else. Until they get encouraged, which encouragement is a key that unlocks the mind, until they get encouraged, they're not going to hear the words. They're not going to take the right action. They're not going to move in the right direction. It all starts with encouragement. Now, I want to define for you just a minute what encouragement is. And we go to the dictionary definition. Encouragement is this. It's the act or the action of giving one someone support, confidence, or hope. I like these two a little better, though. 
persuasion to do or continue something. The act of trying to stimulate the development of an activity, state, or belief. You see, encouragement stimulates possibility. Encouragement stimulates motivation. You can't have motivation. I don't care what anybody says. You can hear a lot of people talk about, well, you got to get motivated. There's no way that you can get motivated until you get encouraged. It, it, it can't happen. It is physically impossible. You can't get inspired until you get encouraged. Can't happen. No way it can happen because encouragement is the stimulation that your mind, your heart, and your spirit need to do the things that you want and need to do. You can't do it without encouragement. It will not happen. It will be like trying to drive your car when it's on empty. You might get a little ways, but you're going to run out of gas. Encouragement is going to that gas tank and filling it up. Now you can go for a great distance with that full tank. Now here's what I'm, I've talked about a lot. I talk about intentional encouragement because you have a lot of people out there today that that will say well well brian i I encourage people but it's almost like a drive-by because there's no intention behind it and listen if you're trying to encourage people to check a box or to make yourself feel good you're doing it for the wrong reasons and the only person that benefits from that is you and that feeling is temporary because you're not intentional Here's what the word intentional means. Done on purpose. Deliberate. Have a purpose for being intentional. Here's, here's what I found, and I love this quote. It's from a, 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 it's from a website called Lucemi Consulting, and it's Lucemi, L-U-C-E-M-I-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G, lucemiconsulting.co.uk. When you are intentional, you choose to make decisions and take action on what's important to you. You may have somebody on your mind. When you give them that intentional encouragement, you say, you know what, this is important enough to me to help somebody else. You see, there's there's reasons why we don't have more encouragement in the workplace. There's reasons we don't have enough encouragement on social media. You know why I, I, I began to, to talk about intentional encouragement and why I did a podcast called the Intentional Encourage Podcast? There were a lot of people with my background. I'll tell you a little bit about my background. I did talk radio as a fill-in guest host. I've done talk radio as a fill-in guest host for a local station here for about the last 20 years. I have a good friend of mine. When you listen to the Intentional Encourager podcast, my friend Tom Roten, whose who's morning talk show I've guest hosted on for 20 years, recorded the intro for me. And so in, in, in his format, I can talk about anything I want to. It's three hours. Talk politics, talk sports, talk you know, Bible, whatever you want to talk about, current events, things that are happening in, in today's world. And I looked around, I, I, I do a lot of things on LinkedIn. I looked around social media and I saw people sharing lots of expertise, sharing pictures of their vacations, sharing rants and vents and things like that. But I didn't see anybody focusing on intentional encouragement. And so when I went to, to think about, okay, I'm going to launch a podcast, I thought, I can provide, I know how to encourage people. And I can tell tremendous stories 
of people that have overcome things, and in turn, they can encourage other people with their story. See, there's connective tissue in stories, and encouragement always connects people because you're giving something from you to someone else, and you're doing it intentionally. And so I thought, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to talk about intentional encouragement. I'm going to talk about ways that people can intentionally encourage. I'm going to talk about what happens when teams get intentionally encouraged. I want to talk about what happens when churches get intentionally encouraged. I want to talk about what happens when businesses get intentionally encouraged, when they start intentionally encouraging their customers. You see, I believe intentional encouragement is universal. There is nobody on the planet that doesn't need intentional encouragement. You know, many times we'll go through something hard in life. People say, how you doing? I'm, I'm gutting it out, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm just... I'm gutting it out. And we almost wear that as a badge of honor when really, if we're honest, we should say, you know what? I'm not doing that great. I really need some encouragement. And so let me talk to you about some ways that you can encourage. And I'll tell you the number one reason why most people do not become intentional encouragers. Here's some ways you can encourage somebody. The first way you can encourage somebody is to think about what you know about that person and what's important to them. If you know that person that comes to your mind, if you know that person is a person of order, structure, discipline, you probably want to keep that encouragement short to the point, but you want to encourage to their strengths and not their weaknesses. Because what happens is, is if you know somebody's struggling with something, you don't want to heighten the struggle. But you want to encourage to the strength of that person. Remind that person what you admire most and value about them. That's a powerful form of intentional encouragement. Here's what that might look like in a text message or a phone call. Hey, Steve, I just had you on my mind today. You know what I admire most about you is your discipline. You know, there's been times that you have helped me walk through some things because you're more disciplined in this area than I have. And it's really made a difference in my life. And I just want you to know that I value your friendship. I value the words that you share with me. I value the times that we just sit and talk. I value the times where you think enough of me to try to help me. And I just want you to know that you're important in my life. And I want you to know that whenever you need something from me in return, I'm here for you. That's powerful encouragement to somebody. That's encouragement that says, here's what I value about you. Here's how you've impacted me. And here's what I want to do in return to repay you for that. It's intentional. You know, a lot of times we'll, we'll just go, well, I'm thinking about you today. Okay, what are you thinking about? You know, it would be like if I walked up to my wife and I just went, love you, babe. Love you. And I didn't look her in the eyes. My wife's name's Tanya. We've been married almost 26 years. She would really wonder a lot of times if I didn't go up to her and look her in the eye and tell her that I love her and tell her what she means to me from time to time and tell her, you know what? I have value about you. You're always consistent with me. You know what I value about you? You give me room and space when I'm really traveling a lot. You check on me. You, you try to just make sure that I'm okay, even though you got a lot of things going on. That's real. That's valuable to me. I want you to know how important it is, and I want you to know how much I love you. Imagine 
if we were more intentional with people and if we were more intentional about how we really told people we felt about them and the impact that they make on our lives, how much better would our relationships be? How much more powerful? Those of you that manage people on teams, if you went to your teams and you look, you went to them one-on-one or you set up a teams meeting with them, if, if you manage remote employees, you went to them individually, you set up a call with them and said, listen, the purpose of this call is for me to spend 10 minutes and tell you what I value about you. Are you kidding me? You are going to light them up inside. You're going to make that person feel like they can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You're going to make that person feel like they want to run through a brick wall for you as a leader. But don't just check that box and say, well, I don't think about five things that that I value about that person. If you can't think of one or two things off the top of your head about everybody that you know, something that you value, you need to reevaluate yourself because every relationship matters and every person is worthy of being encouraged. Now, here's why people don't encourage. You give much more than you take in. It's true. We live in a society where we want to put a lot of our feelings out there. We want to, to, you know, we want to take in and take in. How many likes did this post get? How many comments did this post get? How many of this? How many of that? Listen, it's, it's about time we stopped worrying about numbers. We are so data-driven. It's like one time my son came to me and had a conversation with me. He was like, well, you know, I, I, I want a I YouTube to make money. I mean, there are people that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars on YouTube putting out content. You want a dirty little secret about that? You're going to give in to what and feed to what is feeding you. And here's another little secret. People are fickle. The minute you stop putting out content that resonates with them is the minute they move on to something else and you've put all your eggs in that basket. Do you want to make impact on people for you or for them? Do you want to impact people to make you look good and to say, look what kind of person that guy is or that gal is. Boy, they're incredible. Do you want to make impact on people for what you can get out of the relationship or what you can give? See, we've stopped being a society of givers and we've become a society of takers. And encouragers are givers first and foremost. My friend Bob Berg co-wrote a book with John David Mann called The Go-Giver, and it's all about doing for other people. That's what intentional encouragement is. It's putting yourself aside intentionally to pour in and impact positively into the lives of other people through words, through deeds, through actions, it's not about you. My dad told me something a long time ago when my, when my 21, almost 22-year-old son was born. The night my son was born, my dad looked at me and said, it's not about you anymore. My dad was kind of half kidding with me, but my dad was 100% right. It wasn't about me anymore. My wife had just given birth to a person that I would lay my life down for. I would lay my life down for my son. If it comes to me or him and, and he's in danger, Dad here is going to step in, and I'm going to make sure he's not harmed, even if it ultimately means my demise. We don't have people that have those convictions anymore. We don't have people, for the most part, as a, as a, a society at large, that are willing to say, 
it's not about me. It's about what I can do to impact someone else. My dad had such a profound impact on me. You see, my dad was the ultimate intentional encourager. My dad, from the time I was a little kid, encouraged me. My dad not only told me that I was good enough to do things, but he put me in those situations to demonstrate it. I remember one time, probably 11 years or so ago, I, I felt like I was praying one day and I felt like that my, and my dad pastored a church at the time. I felt like that there was something that, that their church needed. I called my dad. I said, I have a word for you for your church. My dad said, you need to come and preach it. It was the first time I'd ever preached. It was my dad that said, I believe you can do this. You see, the first time I ever sang in front of anybody was when I was three years old. And then when the opportunity got came along later in life to talk to people, it was the fact that my dad had encouraged me through many a conversation in the car to express myself and how to express myself. But what my dad did for me was he taught me how important encouragement is and how you can leave a legacy that will stay with you long after you're gone of people that you've intentionally encouraged. People that came up to me at my dad's service told me about the impact that he had on them. People to this day that will still come up to me and tell me about the impact that my dad had on them, how my dad encouraged them, how my dad loved them, how my dad talked with them. You see, anybody can be an intentional encourager. You don't have to have anything special within you, but simply this, the ability to care for people. If you have that ability within you to care for people, you can be an intentional encourager. I challenge you today, as I wrap up my guest hosting spot on the Vantage Point podcast, my challenge for you today is this. Challenge yourself to be an intentional encourager. Choose five people to intentionally encourage. Choose five people to intentionally invest in. And watch how your relationships with them just go through the roof. And watch what it does inside of them. And then they begin to intentionally encourage someone else. And then those people intentionally encourage. It's the power of compounding. And so today, be an intentional encourager. Be that person that is leading the charge in your company, in your church, in your family, with everybody around you. Be that intentional encourager and watch everything around you change. I really appreciate you tuning in to the Vantage Point podcast. I would encourage you as well too to take a listen to these dynamic guest hosts that are coming behind me. There's another one coming next week that is going to be dynamite. You're going to love them. And I'll say this for my friend Nicholas Ruffin, who says this at the end of every Vantage Point podcast episode. Always keep seeking insight, keys, and perspective for everyday living through the lens of God. It will change your world. God bless everyone.